This is Canada HR News on May the 1st, 2023. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we talk about labor relations updates, hiring in the food service industry, vacation deprivation among Canadian workers, provincial employment updates, and other topics. Stay with us to get the latest HR updates. PISAC and the government have reached tentative agreements for more than 120,000 Treasury Board workers. The contract includes negotiated wage increases totaling 12.6% compounded over the life of the agreement from 2021 to 2024. The union has negotiated language in a letter of agreement that requires managers to assess remote work requests individually, not by group and to provide written responses that will allow members and PSAC to hold the employer accountable to equitable and fair decision-making on remote work. A joint committee will be created to review the existing training courses related to employment equity, diversity and inclusion, and to ensure employees know of training opportunities available to them during their work hours. According to the statement, PSAC also made important improvements on a number of issues, ranging from a commitment to review the bilingual allowance, an increase to shift premium, leave for union business, and other types of leave. A full explanation of the new agreements and a copy of the new language will be provided shortly. Members of Ontario Public Service Employees Union working at Liquor Board Employees Division, rallied inside a flagship LCBO store in downtown Toronto on Saturday to draw attention to their demands for fair wages, more full-time jobs, and an end to the privatization of alcohol sales. Participants of the rally held balloons and handed out flyers to LCBO customers. LCBO workers are in the process of renegotiating salary increases over the three years that were frozen by the government's wage restraint legislation, Bill 124. The law limited public sector employees to annual 1% pay increases for three years. Global News reports that the protest comes after arbitrators ruled Ontario should get retroactive pay for three years during which they were subject to Bill 124. It was ruled unconstitutional in November, though the government is appealing this decision. Arbitrators have now awarded the nurses an additional 0.75% wage increase for the year starting April 1, 2020, an additional 1% for the following year, and an additional 2% for the final year. The union states that despite years of below-inflation wage increases, and most recently, a government-imposed 1% wage cap, LCBO workers are now being offered a 0.75% lump sum in their Bill 124 wage reopener talks. Meanwhile, LCBO management received double-digit percent salary and benefit increases between 2021 and 2022. The next round of negotiations for a new contract for LCBO workers will begin in January 2024, at which point strike action could be legal. Restaurants Canada, the national trade organization, 
is helping its members to hire workers this year. The organization partnered with international recruitment firm AMK Global Group, which specializes in assisting hospitality employers. Addressing the labor shortage crisis will be among the top priorities for food service operators with 53% busy hiring new staff. Many were forced to reduce operating hours to account for the lack of employees. Canada's food service sector relies heavily on welcoming new Canadians as the industry rebuilds post-pandemic. However, the process of recruiting from outside the country can be incredibly lengthy, costly, and at times complicated. It is expected that AMK Global Group will help with streamlining recruitment processes at an affordable rate to ensure that food service organizations can fill their vacancies efficiently. The Yukon government launched a paid sick leave rebate program that provides up to 40 hours of wages for sick workers to employers who didn't have an existing paid sick leave program as of April 25, 2023. This program doesn't provide rebates for employers with an established paid sick leave program of 40 hours or longer, or for employers with an established paid sick leave program which was reduced or terminated on or after April 25, 2023. This rebate is different than the previous COVID-19 paid sick leave rebate program. Eligibility is expanded to all illnesses, and COVID-19 is being managed alongside other respiratory viruses. This program helps Yukoners prioritize their health and reduce the spread of illness in the workplace. As of May 1st, the general minimum wage goes up 1% in Quebec from 14.25 to $15.25 per hour. According to the Ministry of Labor, almost 300,000 employees will benefit from this increase. CBC reports that Labor Minister says the ministry had to weigh several factors before coming to this decision, including the rate of inflation, the economy, and the capacity of the small and medium-sized businesses. Some anti-poverty groups say with the rising cost of living, the increase is still not enough to pay for basics such as housing and food. The social and labor groups that launched the Minimum 15 campaign at the time are now calling for an increase in the minimum wage to $18 per hour. The increase from the current 14.25 wage is the largest percentage increase in the province's minimum salary since 1995. Expedia released its 23rd annual vacation deprivation report, finding that global vacation deprivation levels have reached a 10-year high as working adults navigate inflation, workplace labor shortages, and busy schedules. 57% of Canadian working adults report that they are vacation-deprived, up from last year when it was 55%, and the second-highest rate seen in the past 10 years. Gen Zs report the highest levels of vacation deprivation at 74%, with baby boomers reporting the lowest levels at 37%. Ontario and British Columbia respondents reported the highest level of vacation deprivation, whereas Manitoba and Saskatchewan reported the lowest. 
Respondents in BC and Quebec estimated taking the most average days in 2022, which is 30, with Alberta respondents estimating they took the least, an average of seven days last year. 54% of Canadians say that labor shortage prevents them from taking time off work. 68% of Canadians wish their companies could change their time off policies with 64% agreeing that they would consider changing jobs for the opportunity to have more vacation days. Despite 72% of respondents feeling impacted by inflation, Canadians continue to prioritize travel. The majority reported that stress from economy makes them feel the need for a vacation even more. 45% of Canadians left vacation days on the table in 2022, while many use their vacation days for reason other than a vacation, to run a chore or to care for a sick relative. It is Mental Health Week from May 1 to 7. This year's topic is My Story. A digital toolkit, stories and other resources to promote mental health are available on the website by the Canadian Mental Health Association. May is Asian Heritage Month. It is an opportunity for Canadian residents to learn more about the many achievements and contributions of Canadians of Asian heritage who, throughout our history, have done so much to make Canada the country we know and love. This year, a release of a digital toolkit from the government to help employers and individuals to promote Asian Heritage Month content and activities is delayed There are a lot of other resources on the government website about significant events in the history of Canadian Asian heritage, addressing anti-Asian racism, and educational resources. For the link to the website, check the episode description. And this was Canada HR News on May 1st, 2023. Please leave us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcasts. You can also find us in Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms. For more information on the topics discussed today, see the episode description and connect with us on Twitter at CADHRNews or LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast.